Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, let's uh, get into uh, an episode that I wanted to do shortly after the Hollow Moon episode. Um, welcome, everybody, to the Chiluminati podcast, episode six, or proper episode Chilo- six. Chiluminati. Chiluminati podnicks. Um, Chiluminachos. Hey, it's been a while, oh actually, since we've, we've actually done a proper episode. Uh, how was your, your European tour de force, Jesse? It was great. I had a, I had a fun time. I, uh... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm gonna say on this podcast. <laughs> Chiluminachos after dark. Chiluminachos yeah, yeah. after dark. We have Adam. an after dark version. I'll tell you all about it. Ooh, shit, girl. Netflix and Chiluminati. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, well, before we dive into the main episode, at the top of the episode, I, I've already put out a little announcement video for this before, but for those who don't listen to it because it was not a main episode, hey, we're going to be doing a live show, our very, very first live show on June 8th uh, at Indie PopCon in Indianapolis at 6.15 p.m. in the Wabash Room, I think. Uh, it's an hour and a half they gave us in one of the, if not the biggest room they have, so basically I'm prepared for disappointment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're just thinking about how many people are going to be in that room for the next two weeks? <laughs> Yeah, like for the next two yeah. weeks, I'm just like it's gonna be like three people. And here's the thing: those three people will have the best. No, if there's only three people, they're gonna be up on stage with us, and it's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, they're gonna one of them is gonna be an FBI recruiter. We're gonna go work for the FBI, and then we're just gonna disappear. In the X Files, awesome. Yeah, oh, I get down. to be Scully. Yeah. God damn it! You are Scully. Thank you. You even have the right Thank hair. You. So who? Which one of us is Mulder then? Uh, I'll be Doggett. I'll be dog. It's okay. Yeah, I feel like we need to hire a Mulder. I don't think any of you are a Mulder. <laughs> That's fair. All right, I'll, I'll take it. But yeah, you're more you're more like the cigarette smoking man. Let's be real. Oh wow. All right. <clears throat> well, um, on that then. Well, make sure you're there. We're gonna be doing a show, and then every day while we're there at two p.m. on the YouTube signing stage in the vending room, we'll be there to hang out. Jesse will be there for uh, Friday, and then most or partly are part of Saturday, and then you've got to go because you got E three stuff going on. Uh, and me and Alex will be there for the whole weekend. So say hi. It should be a blast. I'm really, really excited. Uh, the topic we're going to do, not to spoil it because we're not, but it will be Indianapolis-focused. Uh, oh, we'll, my we'll God. Yeah, Mothman? I, listen, I'm not saying anything. The, Indian, the Indiana Mothman? The Indiana it's, Mothman. The, well, he's, it's going to be about Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. The, the, the Indi- Indianapolis Devil? The Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Devil. devil. I, I, I know, that was a Jersey Devil reference. I got you. Don't worry. Thank you. It's the haunted race car that's always on the <laughs> track. Are we the love bug? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but just uh, so if you're there, if you if you're gonna be there in the area, grab a ticket. Uh, come see us uh, for Friday. It should be an awesome show. I'm super pumped. And I don't know if we're gonna have it recorded to put up after, so it may just be a, an exclusive to the to the co- the convention thing. I, we don't know yet. I, I don't. Know we'll find out. Yeah. yeah. One way or another, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Either way, it should be a lot of fun. 
However, today is a get your tinfoil hats on kind of episode. So my favorite kind. The initial plan I had was to do back to back Hollow Moon followed directly by Hollow Earth. I wanted to kind of pair them together. However, after the insanity of Hollow Moon, I didn't want to touch Hollow Earth for a little while. I wanted to do something that so, wasn't. So instead, we did Aliens. Yeah. So instead, we did Aliens. <laughs> exactly. A little, a little more credible, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Well, we did the dolls too. That's you know, it's okay. Yeah, we did. We did a few other things before we did this. But yeah. I figured let's just get this out of my system. Let's do Hollow Earth. Uh, I'm ready. And, and just to kind of to give you guys an idea, I would say Hollow Moon is actually more credible than Hollow Earth is. That's how nonsensical <laughs> uh, this is. Have you been in caves, man? It's pretty hollow. <laughs> Listen, uh, we'll talk about the caves and all that stuff um, here in a little bit, but Hollow Earth is just one of those things that I was researching, and I just, no matter what I was reading, there was just, at least with, like, Hollow Moon, people were trying, some people were trying to be scientific about it, uh, the people who believe in Hollow Earth is just like it's a doorway. It's like a gateway to like a whole other belief system. It, it's every every uh, it it really is. It's just it's uh it, it hurt it hurt my brain. And then I started reading. I was like, okay, well, where did Hollow Earth like even come from? Like, where did this idea come from? Outside of obviously mythology, which is probably the spur of it all. But who who pushed this? Who who tried to make this a real thing? And I cannot wait later in this episode to get to that because holy shit the people the who government? push this is no, it the government <laughs> no but the government is involved in this i'm, I'm that's all oh, i'm gonna say of course it is i can't what? wait okay yeah no, no in a legitimate way the government is involved in a small way but it's a legitimate way not like one of those a secret government organization is hiding their base in the yeah, middle this of is the no earth secret everyone knows everyone knows uh, of course so Let's, where where is hell if not in the middle of the earth? Of course, right. no. That that's right. a lot of where mythology comes from. So let's let's actually go back and let's talk a little bit here about the the roots of Hollow Earth, um, which I would love to see. Can I just? Is there a way I can pay for to watch a debate between Hollow Earthers and Flat Earthers? Just watch the movie Journey Two. Journey Two. The Rock. <laughs> yeah. The center it's, of basi- the it's basically yeah. It's basically that. <laughs> I just I want to watch flat earthers and hollow earthers yell at each other about their nonsense. I really really want to see it. But uh, why couldn't the Earth be both flat and and hollow? hollow? Ooh, good. it's all about scale, man. Well, yeah, it's that's, all about scale. That's, that's my oh man, I'm starting that theory. The Earth is not only flat, but also hollow, and you can dig down it's through Slavash. the bottom of the Earth, but <laughs> you'd fall into a giant chasm where the dinosaurs live first. <laughs> and uh, like a swampy. And it's not even. It's Brendan Fraser's down there. Yeah. He, yeah, and the rock. And yeah, the rock. but they're all but they're like dinosaur versions of them. <laughs> did they pl- did they play the same guy? I I they must have, right? I don't know. I just like that's such a weird I just remember I want to show that to uh Jules Verne. Oh man. I remember the Brendan Fraser Fraser version of Journey to the Center of the Earth was like during the peak 3D movie time. Oh man, it was like a 4D movie, yeah. and it was just like constant things like coming at you. Watch out! It's 3D. It was after the whole um, Avatar nonsense, which we're eventually getting more movies than that, apparently. But anyway, surprisingly faithful to the Hollow Earth lore. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, depending on the lore, you aren't incorrect. So oh, let's start at the beginning. Where did Hollow Earth come from? Where? Why is this even a thing? Well, Hollow Earth is actually not anything that we've not seen before from from humanity. Legends and stories talking about ho- the Earth being hollow 
date back to just ancient mythology. The ancient Greeks uh, believed there were caverns under the surface of our planet that were entrances that led to their underworld. Uh, Celtic mythology has a uh, legend known as, and I'm going to butcher this, uh, Kruashan, which is basically Ireland's own gate to hell legend. They have their own version of caves that lead to their own hell. Uh, Native American mythology refers to the ancestors of the Mondan people, uh, a tribe of the Great Plains who lived in what is now North Dakota, in ancient times being descendants from a people that emerged from a subterranean land through a cave at the north side of the Missouri River. So even that is part of this. Yes, absolutely. Wow. So they, they actually believed that, uh, you know, in mythology, these, these people that were an actual tribe that actually existed... Um, the, the mythology believed that they were descendants from a subterranean people. Did you talk about the green people in this? I haven't read all the way through you, this. Are you talking about like there's reptilians a, or? No, no. So there's, so I have this, I, I wish there was like a way that I could like showcase this better to you, mm-hmm. but my grandma, God rest her soul, uh, loved Reader's Digest. She was like a big like buyer of like Reader's Digest anthologies. <laughs> okay. And, and, and so she bought a couple from like the 60s or something that are like all about paranormal stuff and like unsolved whatever whatever and a story that like always stuck with me because it was one of the few that has like an illustration mm-hmm. was like <clears throat> I think it was in America somewhere like some miners just like found some kids and they were, like, green, and they spoke English, and they said they came from, like, a world below the earth, and they, like, eventually, like, within, like, hours, like, got sick and died because they couldn't breathe up here. I actually have heard that story, uh, um, but it's, I only know it. Why would they speak English? <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, <laughs> that's a great question. Is it so Maybe it can it's be translated of, to Reader, Reader's Digest? <laughs> it's because it's, it's, dinoto- it's like Dinotopia where they split off. Dinotopia. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's not a lot of lore around it, but it's just like a story that's been tossed around. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, right? English like, speaking kids. When diving into this, there's so many stories that all point to many, 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 many different beliefs as to why the Earth is hollow and what's there. I kind of plucked the more, most prominent ones, and that's not... I actually, like, other than hearing that story, I didn't really come across it while doing the research, but... Oh, no, it's just... It's literally, like, n- not commonly associated okay. with this. It's just, like... It's just, like... They were little like, green people that spoke English? Maybe! They were human-reptilian hybrids who why escaped... Why would they speak um, English? Why because they were being raised... Because English? they were being raised to infiltrate our society. Lizard and when you have a portal, we're being when you have a portal infiltrate. that can look into the future and you can tell what language the world powers are speaking, hello. <laughs> You're right. How foolish of me. So the magic dumb. glass yeah, beneath so the earth. Dumb. Right. So, um, other than that, obviously, other religions today have uh, associated have their own associations between their versions of the underworld and subterranean concepts mixed in. Um, the idea that there is something below the earth surfaces are below the earth surface rather is is nothing new. I mean, again, we look at uh, even even Christianity, right? We 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 think of heaven, we point up to the sky. When we think of hell, we point down to below the earth's crust. This is, uh, you can always tie the underworld and and. Uh, and the like to always being below our feet, always underneath us in some way. So that's not new. It's always been part of myth and legend. But that started to change a little bit um, when that myth started to become theory and, hype and hypotheses in the late 1600s, specifically by a man named Edmund Haley in 1692, one of the first people to put forth the idea that there was more under our Earth's crust than we believe. <laughs> Uh, you actually 
people might know who this person is, at the very least know of him via Haley's Comet. Um, because it was Haley. Oh, really? Haley's Comet was named after Edmund Haley. He was a, rena- a renowned astronomer and traveler. Uh, in 1675, he became the assistant to John Flamsteed, who was the first astronomer royal at Greenwich Observatory. A year hey, later, is the coolest last name. Flamsteed. Period. It, it's awesome. Uh, I love. That's it. like some D and D shit right there. That that's is like that is John Flamsteed. <laughs> that's my that's my ranger. <laughs> that's actually a great like fantasy name. Um, yeah. After that, a year after he was working for him, he traveled to the volcanic tropical island St. Helena, uh, where he brought a bunch of equipment to set up an observatory and study and catalog the stars of the southern hemisphere. Uh, In 1678, he went to Danzig at the request of the Royal Society to help resolve a dispute between Robert Hooke and Johannes Hevelius over some findings that they had. Uh, And in 1684... He even traveled to Cambridge to talk over issues relating with to gravity with Sir Isaac Newton himself. So this guy that 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 proposed the idea that there might be more under the Earth's crust is not just some schlub. He was an actual scientist of his time, of his era. Of course, keep that in mind. Late 1600s, it's not like they had much to go on. So what you're saying is this is indisputably true. Right. There is no other uh, option. As concrete as gravity. I can point to a scientist of some repute at some point in time and say he believed it, so therefore it's fact. Well, I don't think what you said means he believed the Earth was hollow. What he said is that there has to be something other than dirt below us. Yeah. There's something down there, which in theory is true. That is true. There's There's many different layers of the Earth that lead to the core. So, so this is more about, like, the same thing as, like, the Earth is round, we orbit the sun, how stuff works, physics kind of idea. Yeah, so we're going to get into that right now, like, what he believed and in, in why what his beliefs did still spurred on the belief that the Earth might still be hollow. So uh, his idea was that the Earth was made of a hollow shell about 500 miles thick uh, with two inner concentric shells and an innermost core. Uh, atmospheres separated the shells, uh, the the atmospheres separate the shells, and each shell has its own magnetic poles. The spheres rotate at different speeds, and this was put forth to help explain some anomalous compass readings that people would have. So we believed that there was, like, that shell on the outside of Earth, and then an atmosphere, and then another shell that rotated, and then another, and then an atmosphere, and then another shell that rotated in a slightly different direction, and then an atmosphere, and then a core to the Earth. But to bo- not, boil it down into like, super simple terms. That's like insane, though, right? That's just me sitting there. Well, that, now it is. Now it is. But like if I, yeah. 1690 but if I was, yeah. whatever, you know? Uh, a little glass not. of brandy. Because you, know, you got to think, too, they're trying, about to, it. they're trying to explain, like, why does a compass go bonkers? And why does it do this? Or why does it do that? And they don't have the technology in any way to break beyond, you know, the surface of the Earth. So in his mind, he's, just, he's basically taking what he knows and was educated about and <clears throat> trying to apply it to help explain away uh, what he considered anomalous readings. Right, it's, like, just... it's like when I'm like, how can a resistance f- capital ship jump through... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> a bunch God of first order shit. My brain is like, wait, what? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's the same type of thing. <laughs> no, the, the, <laughs> same the, type. the problem is, is that if this is like the basis of where we're going from here, two things. One. Oh, no, it gets way more fucking weird. He didn't have, but like he didn't have the, all the information. So. Of course. Using him as a starting point is already crazy. Two, if you're going to listen to a scientist, in this case, Edmund Halley, why stop with just Edmund Halley? Like, oh, yeah, there must be something in the earth. Exactly. What about all the other scientists? Like, there's a lot of. 
All right, I'm ready for this adventure. Oh, dude, it's going to go crazy. I am ready to poo-poo all of it. Yeah. Don't worry. It's going to go bonkers in a little bit here. Uh, this is already pretty bonkers. Uh, he also believed that perhaps the atmosphere inside was luminous, meaning able to generate power and energy, and potentially even inhabited a, a while further thinking that the escaping gas of the in inner spheres were the reason the Aurora Borealis existed at all. That's most. Uh, that's mostly all he posited, though. Not much more was done on his end after that. So he to, was like, "Aurora Borealis. Why is that a thing? Well, maybe some escaping gas of the inner atmospheres of the crusts underneath our Earth is what ca is causing Aurora Borealis." To be fair, there's definitely like ecosystems at the bottom of the ocean that mm -hmm. like resemble this. You know what I mean? And he, he did say he po like I said he did posit the idea that perhaps inside the Earth was inhabited by. Something he never said inhabited by intelligent creatures and are the kingdom of lizards. He literally yeah. just said inhabited, and that could literally mean anything. Um, there, there was no real much beyond that. Um, however, it started to get a little crazier about 200 years after. So that's really it back in the 1600s. That's kind of where it started. Let's fast forward to the early 1800s and uh, oh put our lens on a man named John Cleves Sims Jr., he also suggested that the Earth was a hollow shell, but this time he said it was around 800 miles thick, with opening, uh, openings about 1,400 miles across at both poles, with four inner shells each open at the poles. Symes actually became the most famous of the early hollow Earth folk, and Ohio actually has a monument to him of and his ideas. Does. Of course, as a as as a native of Ohio, of course it does. That's beautiful. Oh, why did he change the numbers? Because why was he like? <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit about that first. You might be asking yourself, what are his credentials? Who is? I this would love man? to know. Why is he at all someone I should believe? And if you're anyone with a brain, you would look up with that. However, if you want to believe the Earth is hollow, do yourself a favor, turn off the podcast, don't do any research, and just live in a fantasy world. So. If Edmund Haley was a renowned scientist of, of some sort, then surely Mr. Sims is a man of some education to become so famous. His education was labeled as such. <clears throat> Mr. Sims had a good, proper English education. What does that mean? <clears throat> it means he wasn't a very educated man at all. He was a soldier primarily, and after leaving the army, became a traitor where he flopped and his business failed until he eventually moved his family to Newport, Kentucky. But while he was failing at his job, he was contemplating the rings of Saturn and he started to develop his own hollow earth theory. The man that is most famous huh. for this was a man who had an education of a sort for the early 1800s and a, was a soldier at some point and then had a failed trading business. So he basically did what I do at night when I'm about to go to sleep, and then he somehow ended up in a podcast 200 years later. <laughs> he was a man who I can imagine was doing some good stuff with, you know, alcohol and, and maybe some weed and laying out in his lawn, looking up at the sky and thinking about the rings of Saturn and was like, you know, I bet you there are rings inside of the earth. However, before his wow. business... <laughs> Before his business would collapse, like any good scientist, scientists in air quotes, on April 10th, 1818, Symes declared the Earth to be hollow with this following statement. Now, I have this declared. set. Uh, I have this set as Jesse <clears throat> to read this in his best old timey voice as he can. 
Feel free to read the declaration that he wrote, and then I'm going to tell you what he did with that declaration. Uh, well, I will. I'll do that right now. Well, I, I declare the earth is hollow and habitable within, containing a number of solid concentric spheres, one within the other, and that it is open at the poles 12 or 16 degrees. I pledge my life to support this truth, and I'm ready to explore the hollow if the world will support me and aid me in this undertaking. It's like the first scene of an MMO. <laughs> <laughs> Journey to the center of the earth, the MMO. Yeah. Dude, That's, it's time. So that was he, – he's pledged his life on it. Mind you, all while his business was spectacularly failing and he was unable to support his family, wife, and children. Uh, but, you know, he had grandier, grander goals in mind to most specifically push this forward, this idea. So in another show of absolute business genius – Sims would take that declaration and on his own dime send it to, and I quote, each notable foreign government, reigning prince, legislature, city, college, and philosophical societies throughout the union and to, uh, and to emphasidual, emphasidal members of our national legislator as far as the 500 copies he could take would possibly go on his own dime. <laughs> You know what? Send you got to spend money to make money. The man, he's smart. He's smart. Five? Dude. This man took 500 copies of this and sent it to governments and princes and, and schools and philosophers and all kinds of stuff. And just He tweeted. Like, he tweeted. That's what he did. He tweeted, but he, he paid he to tweet. tweet. He, tweet. he paid he tweeted. to tweet it. He paid. <laughs> this is like, this is legitimately, I don't, like, my brain goes to that time and I see Sims laying on his lawn. With a failing business literally behind him, slightly on fire. And he's handwriting this, like, this note. And beside him on his left is, like, a stack of 357 copies of the note. And in the, on, the, on his right, he's got, like, empty papers. And everything is collapsing around him. But he's too busy swearing his life that this earth is hollow. And he's got all of his money that he's got left saved up. And he's looking at it knowing he's going to spend the rest of it sending those 500 copies out to governments. And hope, hope that he starts some sort of revolution. You know what? In the drunk history, he would be the hero. <laughs> yeah, in, in like a drunk history uh, retelling of poor old Sims. Yeah. Oh, this man. This is the man that, mind you, has a monument to him in Ohio. Yeah. And then and everyone in the world's crazy. mind was blown. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. think he's crazy. Not a scientist in any way. A failed... Uh, I just can't, I can't say he's a failed businessman. And he's like somebody that some people... Some people are good at business. Some people aren't. Some people... Discover the secret to the multi-concentric spheres in the center of the earth. <laughs> oh, God. And he believed that basically all just Doctor Who, yeah. So the reaction to this, uh, shall we say, uh, of these outlandish ideas were summed up by his son in 1878. And his son said, and I quote, Its reception by the public can easily be imagined. It was overwhelmed with ridicule as the production <laughs> of a distempered imagination or the result of partial insanity. It was for many years a fruitful source of jest with the newspapers. Everybody God damn, I wish I wish some I wish it was still this significant when somebody said something to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man. So, 
So he flopped spectacularly, but Sims continued on, even so far as after moving, converting many people over time to his way of thinking. Now, it's, it's important to, to note that the people that he was converting were mostly local people. He very much was, uh, from, my, from my research, a, uh, a very vocal man about his beliefs and would preach them, I guess would be the best way to, to put it, um, all around his town all the time. And that's the thing, right? Like, most people can laugh at you, but if you're going to walk around your town constantly saying these crazy things, you're bound to find other crazy people who are going to believe you. Can I tell you be, something? Uh, yeah. that, is, that is 100%. Because I'm thinking about this. I'm like, okay, so that's the 1800s, mm-hmm. almost 1900s. How in God's name did this idea keep going? Obviously, Jules Verne is, is part <laughs> of it. But, like, why? Like, how did this, how does this keep going? Right? The roadshow? Yeah, this whole idea of everyone being like, yeah, it's, it's, it's Earth's hollow. I, I truly believe, much like this guy, the reason why it's become popular as of late is the internet, right? Yes. And it's the mm-hmm. idea that Sims, in his time, went around his town shouting it as loud as he could, and the people that heard it, eventually, some of them were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet's the exact same way, except it's not a town anymore, it's the world. And so <laughs> if you shout it enough, other people will be like, that's, a, that's pretty smart. And it's the exact same thing, except now it's the world so there are many more people. So we have to sit here and do an episode on this incredibly stupid thing. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> this is like how you start a cult, except the only difference is like he never had the great idea of being like, uh, and you can have sex with whoever you want. <laughs> <laughs> if he added that in, he would have been rich. It's... The thing with Sims, too, is just, like, he doesn't, from everything I've read, he didn't seem like he had that much of a force of personality. He was just doggedly persistent about it. He wanted, What was his end goal? He came across as a man that just desperately wanted to be known for something, right? Like, he, he wanted to have a legacy of some sort. And he was a he's, now he's soldier. Now, his statue. He was right. We were yeah, wrong. That, that's the shitty right. part. He got what he wanted. He actually got what he wanted. And whenever you, like, it's, it's that whole idea of just, um you know... You find the echo chamber, you never leave it, you never research anything, why bother? Because in your mind, on a very base level, it makes sense. Yeah, of course, why wouldn't the earth be hollow? It's too big not to be hollow, kind of thing. All it takes is a little research to realize, oh, here's the 90,000 reasons it can't be hollow. Or at least is like a .01% chance of being hollow. Um, even yeah, over let, time... Let's be clear, there are definitely yeah, yeah. big caves. Oh, absolutely. Giant spaces yes, yes, within yes. the earth. But that only goes so far down... Because the rest of it is, like, molten and mm-hmm. too hot and just, like, it, there clearly are going to be some areas that are like, yes, indeed, this is a giant chasm. But, like, there isn't a world. There isn't dinosaur people. And there isn't, like, other atmospheres. It's just not how right. it works. Sims himself, actually, uh, over time, he actually changed his theory. He, he, remember, his initial theory was five concentric spheres within the Earth all rotating in different directions. Eventually, he brought it down to just one. He said, never mind, I'm wrong, it's only one. What was the what cause the of that? F- Why he changed his mind? People were probably too stupid to understand the original idea. It, it really, it, honestly, a lot of it is that. Like, he brought it down to, to be more simple, uh, for people to understand more, and he figured it didn't really make sense that there'd be five concentric circles, it would be too chaotic, so bring it down to one. Fully believe that there was still, like, a hollow earth and stuff, but even his own theory, he was like, no, my theory's wrong. Under under no facts presented to him, he just changed his his mind on, on, a, on a whim for the most part. 
So you want to hear something that I just, I was like sort of looking into the statue? Oh, Lord, yes, please tell me what you got. Yeah, so check this out. So the Sims family is in Hamilton, by the way. It's in uh, Hamilton, Ohio, okay. which I don't know. I, don't I know, know Hamilton, in Ohio. Ohio. It is near Cincinnati. Yeah, okay, great, perfect. So basically the Sims family was like uh, a pretty prominent, like, In the you know, town. Yeah. Happens when and you shout like, about a hollow earth for all <laughs> your whole life. <laughs> yeah, actually his cousin married William Henry Harrison. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and so there was a time in the 40s, 1840s, when the like the like the burial site in Hamilton, they were just like exhuming all the bodies and turning it into a park. Uh, and so like the official story of the city is like he was famous because he was crazy, mm-hmm. and so they wanted to just like memorialize it, and that's why he's still there because he didn't actually his body is underneath the statue. Oh, really? Yeah, and so... I guess when your town is known for nothing, immortalize the crazy man. Well, but then if you talk to the guy who's the the from the Butler County Historical Society, which I believe Hamilton is a part of, Butler County, uh, the Sims family actually owned the land that the park was on, and they were worried that if they moved the body, the land would revert to the heirs of, of the, like, instead. Uh-huh. So, they wanted to, so they wanted to keep the land with the family... Uh, you know, so that somebody young and dumb couldn't like sell it, so they just left it as a cemetery for one guy, basically. <laughs> That's a hell of a roundabout way of doing it, but whatever works. But like, I love that he didn't actually get a statue, like the way that you would imagine. I love. Oh yeah, that it, was it wasn't like, like a celebratory. This man is a wonderful man, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then actually, there is a state park in Florida that's also. God, of course, it's in Florida. Yeah, it's dedicated to another guy uh, who, like, took his ideas, a man mm. named Cyrus Teed. Mm, I, I do remember coming across his name during the research, yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, another guy, but, yeah, like, more what, a, what a fucking hilarious thing. Like, he's like, well, he's like, got the statue. Yeah, exactly. Yep, he got the statue. He will be remembered for one reason or another that town has a statue of him, even if it wasn't for the reason that maybe Mr. Sims wanted it to be. <laughs> So that's kind of the idea. And again, there are, like you, you mentioned, there's that guy in Florida. There are other people who kind of perpetuate the idea that the earth is hollow. But for the most oh, part... Oh, so many. So no, many. None of them are really credible. But that's kind of just the, the root of where this, this theory or this story comes from, right? It started with, with Haley, and then Sims kind of blew it up and, and did everything he could to, to, to mail off his thing to governments and nonsense and... That's kind of how it, the ball got rolling. Um, we could go over however long it would take to just get to where we are now, but we're not going to. We're going to start talking a little bit about what is what people believe is at the center of the Earth, um, where maybe some of the idea got popularized, and and other and other really fun things that could also be at the center of the Earth. So, if all of the people above pose their ideas as scientific in some way. Then where did the idea of mythical creatures or ancient humans or aliens or whatever living in a paradise beneath our feet come from? Because that's a very popular theory, is that there is a paradise just under our feet where these amazing creatures and people live and it's just utopia from, from I, I was going to say shore to shore, but I don't think there's, I don't even know if there's shores down there. Who knows? Um, but while it's really difficult to pin down where that idea came from, most people point to what you know, you guys have brought up, which is a book everybody should be familiar with, which is Journey to the Center of the Earth. 
Jules Verne's book was hugely popular and became the foundation of a bunch of very similar style stories involving an alien world at the center of our planet. Yeah, while Journey in the Center of the Earth might have been the first, he set a trend for a while. And there's a bunch of different books and stories talking about the amazing stuff that lives at the center of the Earth. And again, while most people would understand that it is nothing but fiction and fairy tales and a good sci-fi book... Other people let their imagination run wild, especially if they already believe that the Earth may have been hollow. Perhaps Jules Verne was trying to tell them a secret message that he had been there, that there is a, that there are, are aliens down there or, or creatures down there that want a peaceful communication with our with our world, but we're too violent. Um, all of this stuff. There are so many theories out there about what Jules, Jules Verne's book and books like it actually meant that it's it's ridiculous. So it's just basically like what you're saying here is that like hollow earth is just like kind of like how people say a lot of the time, you know, like Scientology is like or Mormonism is Scientology plus time. This is like Slenderman plus time. <laughs> kind of. Yes. Uh, like the, it's just like you perpetuate a, this fairy, fairy tale so much that it becomes reality for some people. Can't wait till we believe in Harry Potter. Oh, my God. Well, I'm ready to believe in Harry Potter. If there's yeah. a fairy that tale, be, I'm ready to believe. I believe in Harry Potter. That's how he defeated Voldemort. You have to believe. <laughs> You're right. That's true. No, he had to have, believe in himself, literally, and we all had to believe in him. Have yeah. you seen Voldemort, Voldemort walking around killing people? No. No. Because Harry Potter killed him and won. Killed him in the 90s. Yeah, in right. the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> in the secret world. Who knows? Maybe Hell Harry yeah. Potter lives in the center of the fucking earth. Maybe that's yeah, where Hogwarts that's, everything is. I was a kid in the 90s, so it's quite possible Me too. that it could have happened. That you are Harry Potter. The oh 90s is a fever it. dream to everybody, man. Who knows what happened in the 90s? I, could, I miss the I, 90s. I could be Harry Potter. It's true. You, holy shit, you could be Harry Potter. And Just now saying, was, 1998 was a great year. What, what made 98 specifically a great year? If you, you just... If you just look at the pop culture from 1998, if you just like go down a list of like biggest biggest games, biggest movies, I believe I believe what he means to say is Ricky Martin living La Vida Loca. <laughs> Ricky Martin's living La Vida Loca was at a fever pitch. There's what, a lot of things it? going on is in that. Is that the right year? I hope so. No, no, I don't know. I know it was I'm Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, look Shakespeare it up. Shakespeare in Love, Ocarina of Time. It's a good year. Oh damn, Ocarina of Time. Good lord. Yeah, come on. My God. Well. So the question, I guess, that, that nope, is on everybody. It's 1999. Much better. Damn year. it. One 99 year was, was such a good year. 98 was for the Ricky Martin hipsters. Yeah. I mean, 99 here, did give us demos. Majora's Mask. So it's yeah, not like 99 was bad in any way. Not bad. Yeah, that's right. I judge my years by Zelda. Of course. That's right. I mean, I would too, up until I stopped liking Zelda. There you go. I judge my years in Martins. <laughs> in Ricky Martin? In Ricky Martin songs, yeah. What about, awesome. what about Enrique Iglesias? You know what? Uh... I always am down for some falsetto Spanish. Are you sad that he got the mole removed? <laughs> <laughs> Was there ever a mole? That's the real question you have to ask yourself. Dude, that's a Chiluminati. Mm-hmm. Ah. I, I like it. Uh, I'll write that down on the on the the list of things. Yeah, I was want, it fake to, to make him with? look beautiful? That's the question. <laughs> maybe Enrique maybe Enrique Iglesias is the reeling maybe that's where his mole is now. It's just just back in the center of the earth where it came from. <laughs> mole people. Yeah. <laughs> mole people there it is the mole men that's yep. what it is makes perfect See, sense brought it back around okay i know what's you guys... actually i know i'm saying what's actually at the center of the <laughs> earth but that's not i was gonna say i know the question on your minds guys is what is actually at the center of our hollow earth well let's start the answer is lava but Le the... <laughs> no it's not you are incorrect incorrect 
Hollow Earth is a lush, tropical paradise that produces what people call megafauna and flora. Right, and Help. I should say magma for the nerds, just so right, yes, I'm not yes, in trouble. You know what, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It is magma. I should have caught you on that. I don't. I, 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 I caught myself. It's okay. Damn, I'm actually myself. I would have myself. had to issue a correction at the start of the next episode, and that would have just been, you know, bananas. Um, so what is megafauna and flora, flora, flora? Healthier, bigger, more impressive life forms than anything we have here on the surface. Think like... Big-ass palm tree leaves. If Yeah, exactly. Did you have your scene, Journey to the Center of the Earth? Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ice Age, the meltdown, or wh- whichever right? one is the one sure. where they they go to the center of the earth. Yep, I, I guess I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, however, the most common belief stuff is the following: a race of giant slash large ancient human humans or aliens uh, Wait, live people, in this paradise. This is what people still believe? Yes, this is stuff that is commonly believed today, and I'm going to talk about this in a little bit once I get through this part here. Um, Yes, an ancient race of either humans or aliens or a mix live in the paradise, such as the ancient race of Lemurians. Now, my first question before I go on that, before I just... Do, do you guys know what Lemurians are? I'm looking it up. It's, I mean, it's I, know, a weird... I know the legend. The le- they're the people who fought Atlantis. Yes, they're the people who fought yes. Atlantis, and they're maybe aliens, maybe not. You're not entirely sure. This is sure. like another word that people use for the lizard people sometimes, right? They no, not Lemurians. Not Lemurians. They're not the lizard people. Um... There are other names for the for reptilians, but it's not Lemurians. They're um, like the lost. They're like the lost humans, right? Yeah. So they were people that lived on a lost continent that went to war with Atlantis, causing both of the lands to be lost forever. And again, I have to stress this: people be- legitimately believe this to this day. You know where we should go from here? By the way, just a heads up: Mount Shasta. Uh, Please, if you if you guys don't know what that is, Mount Shasta is one of the major major like uh supernatural mythological crazy like a, a conspiracy co- location yeah oh god uh, it's in northern california really oh, close yes. to oregon and it is straight up just where they think the marians are it's where people see ufo yep, sightings it's where people like this it is a hyper point of of paranormal activity and <sighs> We definitely should do an episode on that because oh, it's we fascinating. Should go. The amount Let's of stuff they have with that is crazy. And so, yeah, apparently that is also a possible gateway to Lemuria. I have no clue. Of course. Of course. Yep. Yeah, no, of course. That's, that's, that's a gateway to wherever you want it to be in your wild imagination, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the Lemurians, like, I would actually love to do an episode on Lemuria and Atlantis as well because there's just such a nonsense story there. That is just worth talking about and laughing about. Um, but By these the way, people, for just a yeah, heads up for people who are curious. Uh, even though Atlantis is not, uh, like, no one knows where it would have been. Um, no one knows if it's even real, if it was just made up. It doesn't matter. But everyone's still searching for Atlantis, right? Yep. The theory, according to most, I'm not going to say most. I'm going to say some of the vocal people that I've heard talk about this. Experts. Yes. Atlantis was in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh-huh. Lemuria was in the Pacific Ocean. Yes, and they correct. waged war against each other. Yes. So that's yep. sort of like to give you the vibe. Of, it was like east versus west. Yep. Two famous I always thought about continents. It, I always thought about it as, for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason I always thought about it as Lemuria is like the bridge. 
Like, um, uh, Lemuria I think was, I read. Yeah, Lemuria is supposed to be, as far as I'm aware, it was supposed to be what bridged Australia to India to Africa. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. I thought that's I thought that's what it was and I I it's so it's so strange. It's such like why is it right there? There's another one there's another one in like around New Zealand, right? That's like another sunken continent that they say could have been Lemuria. Uh well man, here's the thing is is because there's so many crazy theories on this. Atlantis is supposed to be in the Atlantic. Lemuria is supposed to be in the Pacific. But then Apparently, there was another continent that may or may not be Lemuria that was in the Indian Ocean. The Moridia or something? Yeah, like, I I don't know the name of it, but I know that supposedly, because Lemuria is supposed to be in the Atlantic, and all the islands that are there are supposed to be what's left of the highest peaks of Lemuria. I don't, who knows? Who knows (laughs) if that changed? Because there's something else as well that was supposed to be, I'm looking it up right now, called Moo? Moo sounds yeah. familiar, yeah. I've heard of Moo, yeah. Uh, so, who knows? Who knows what they, these are? But it's, it definitely, it's, it's worth the deep dive because I'm fascinated by it. Oh, they're, they're uh, again, uh, this is just off kind of like top of my head memory. The Atlantis and Lemuria were like, at a weird, they were warring with one another and they were all both hyper like technology driven races. They but, were like technology driven. But because, because it was old, everyone dressed in like robes and hat. It's yes, of course. Yes. It's fascinating the thought process. Like, yeah, well, they everything was built like Greek architecture, and they all wore weird robes and stuff. But they flew around in saucers and yep, and, did and they, blew, in and the they sky. blew up an entire continent with one like attack and sunk it. And in it was like a, a story of betrayal, and it was just it's it's so stupid, but it's so good. It's so good. Um, I love Lost Lands. Like Donatopia, like took me away as a little boy. Oh, that Donatopia, yeah, that's. That shit is tight. <laughs> it's good. Um, but like as Jesse said, too, uh, these people, whatever, whoever they are, are generally seen as peaceful and loving, have far superior technology, including saucer technology, which will be important in a little bit, and could live for hundreds of years in perfect health. Um, and they looked like humans, as far as we know. And of course, because everything is connected to aliens, basically you replace Lemurians with tall whites, and it's the same story. Um, lot oh, of yo, I got a tall white at Starbucks the other day. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure out, we got to figure out an, a, a better term for the tall whites. <laughs> <laughs> I love the name tall whites. <laughs> tall because whites. Because they're so stupid. Oh, um, and, or Nordics, Nordics as well. Is also Nordics is there. even worse. Um, <laughs> but I'm serious. The people believe that there, there's uh, multiple alien races that all live peacefully there. And they keep trying to make contact with us, but we're violent and it doesn't work. Um, it's believed, there's also the belief that's where Amelia Earhart disappeared to. Um, that she didn't crash and die. That she, she just was fell in a, a, a simsole. She, she got pulled in the center of the earth. Via we the definitely Bermuda should triangle. do an Amelia Earhart episode after the oh. like recent news that they were saying like maybe they discovered. Oh, the photograph. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to do an episode on that. That'd be. Oh, cool. there's fucking. a lot. There's a crazy fucking story about a woman listening to the radio in her house in America and getting like a broadcast from Amelia Earhart. There, there, there is some great Amelia Earhart stuff. That's I would love to. There's so many fun things we can just fucking dive into. Um, but I also find it important to talk about like the Hollow Earth stuff because when we do eventually talk about Amelia Earhart, we'll have to cover the fact that people believe that she disappeared into the center of the Earth where she lived a happy life with. What do, what do they think? What do they think happened? 
What do they think happens when? Well, because you go- it's that idea of like if if you don't see the evidence of her having crashed and died. Then clearly she still lived somewhere. Well, that's the same thing. I just, that, I just that mean that all these people go down. That uh, airline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they mm-hmm. didn't find anything. People were like, Aliens. it was taken or it was yep. captured Yo! by terrorists to be used in a. But, it, you know, over time it was very obvious like it just crashed in the ocean. Did yeah. you it's hear? The ocean. Did you hear? So big they just didn't find it. Yeah. Did you hear the theory that I, I just read an article about this in like The Guardian or something? I can't remember what, but it was like specifically about the Malaysian flight. They, they're the prevailing theory. I think it was on like sixty minutes. Like it was an article reporting on this that the likely theory now that they're going with because the investigation wrapped up last January, right? Finally, but like, what if the people that are still thinking about it think that the dude who did it, it was either one or both of them, the pilots, like it was like a murder, like it was like a like a like he wanted to kill everyone, and that he he. uh depressurized the cabin so that everybody passed out. That's why there was no, like, you know, texting or anything about what was going on. Oh, damn. And then, and then it, he, there was, like, weird behavior where he, like, tilted his wing at one point, and they think that he, like, tilted his wing to look at his hometown again one last time. See, that's way more believable. Well, but did, didn't it's, still, it's still crazy and, and, and totally unconfirmed. Crazy. But well, I mean, it is crazy, but didn't the one guy uh, on the other flight, and I don't remember the name of this one, I do apologize, the one where he locked the cabin, which is why they now have a flight attendant go in the cabin, where he locked the cabin yeah. and crashed the plane on purpose? Like, oh, humans can yeah, do yeah. messed up things. Like, yeah. Yes. Humans have the capacity to be terrible people. So yes. we, we just like to think, like, there's no way. It has to be but something I'm, But my else. thing is, my thing is, what do people imagine happens, uh, like, when they say, oh, like, like, for example, Amelia Earhart went into the Bermuda Triangle and then is under the earth now. Like, so, like, like some uh, of what happens? Why are we not doing a Bermuda Triangle episode? That's we will. better we than will. Hollow Earth. We have to lay the bear, we have to lay the foundation. Yeah, we have to talk about the, what I would call we the are basics like, of We insanity. are like the villains in a Conan movie where <laughs> we, are, we are using the skulls and, and the, the, the bodies of crappy ideas as the foundation for our empire. Like, this That's is us. where we're at yeah. right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, um, I'm not okay with this. I don't want to... No, the Beatles. Welcome, welcome. This is this is your life now, my man. The Beatles are life. part of it. They yeah. never broke up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, something I would love to talk about real quick on the top, uh, just to mention. Um, I think we, we've tweeted about it and talked about it on the subreddit. By the way, check out the subreddit and tweet at us. Um, is that the... Uh, that, that whole record about the Beatles is just mix like mashing together of different aspects of their songs. <laughs> yes, I I uh, I found that out after googling it a little bit longer after I uh, after we put it out because that's what people were saying, and apparently the guy responded to this. Yeah. yeah, and he said he said that it's well you know who's to say when they have like you know it's the same guy like maybe they have the same idea but just worked it in in a different way. Yeah, he's like just because they're in a different universe or whatever doesn't mean that they're not they're not going to have the same ideas for the same songs. And I'm gonna let you know this guy, I believe him because yeah, because uh, he disappeared. Even, even even if even if he took the time to mix all those, I give him credit because that's a lot of work and it sounded great. So. Screw him. It definitely is it's real. real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's real. It's it, real. Why Why wouldn't we believe him? He disappeared after giving the information and disappeared off the internet. Only legitimate sources would do that. He doesn't want to be caught. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he's, so the Lemurians. He, he the Lemurians live in the center of the Earth. Aliens, Greys, all the people with saucer technology. The usual, your typical like um, journey to the center it's of just, the Earth style. It's just Wakanda. Is what's, yes. It, what it is. Li- you know what? Not a bad. Not a bad comparison. But um, so let's 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 talk about though, the my favorite belief of what's in the current se- the center of the Earth, and what else would be there but the Nazis. Earth Nazis? Oh, Earth, no. The cent- center of the Earth Nazis, Jesse. I am, I am ready for this. Okay. Take me so, away. First, we have to, I have to tell you, like, acknowledge to the, to the listeners that the Nazis were actually incredibly involved in the occult during World War II. I thought you were going to say the Nazis were actually really bad. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible people, in case you didn't believe it. They had a whole different meaning for tall whites. Yeah. Um, similar meaning, but... <laughs> similar, but, you know, more... Less yeah. alien, more... The Nordics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but they were super involved in the occult. Hitler and some of his top men were very involved in the occult. And there would be another day where I would love to do a, a series or at least an episode on the occult and Nazis and their... Many uh, many a late 90s marriage. comic book writer owes yeah. Adolf yep. a big high five for yeah. being into ancient Jesus. artifacts. <laughs> but, uh, uh, like, besides Indiana Jones and all that stuff and the things yeah. where it was like the Nazis are out for artifacts... Real story. This is totally true. Yep. Look this up. This would be a great episode to do in the future. I'm just full of other episode ideas. The, during that's, World what, War that's why this is the foundation, man. This is the foundation for tons of different episodes later During on. World War II, while Hitler had uh, you know, his obsession with the occult, he sent Nazis around the world to look for the possibility of artifacts that could help them win the war, right? He, well, he, he did, Yeah, he did a bunch of different things like yeah, that. Yeah. So... This is totally true. Are you going to go to Spear of Destiny? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, uh, That's another one. I mean, that's something he definitely wanted to find. But totally true. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was like, all right, he sounds like he's bonkers, but if there's the slightest chance that he's right and he's going to find something to use against us, we have to Mm -hmm. stop him. So they commissioned a unit of, like, guys who went around trying to fight Hitler's occult dudes. (laughs) On and a little a red se- guy with, like, a big hand. No, not that. It, but, but that's what that's based off. That's what Hellboy's based off of, that idea. And that's what a lot of those, uh, the mythos behind many comics and stories are based off of the fact that FDR was like, well, that's, he's clearly insane, but if there's slight chance. So they had a secret, like, occult war. No actual occult stuff was used, but it right. was like, we have to get to X location before they do. Or we, yep. they're going to go to this place. Well, we have to be there too, like that kind we of. We can thing. find the plates of <laughs> from the Mormon religion. There, there's <laughs> right, a story right. out there too that I, I read uh, a while back about Hitler. Actually, the reason he was winning World War II is because he found the Spear of Destiny. Um, but the thing with the Spear of Destiny, uh, according to what I read, is that it'll eventually kill you. And if, what actually ended up happening is that Eisenhower eventually got his hands on the Spear of Destiny, and that's why they we won the war <laughs> instead of the, them. It's just, it's it's nonsense, but. Wonder Wait, Woman. Wait, time out. Yeah. But then he dropped an atomic bomb. That was well, the spear. Listen, spear of Destiny helped that in some way. Yeah, haven't well, you ever paid attention to the no, subtext of Doctor Strange? Also, also Jesse, why? you're not allowed to think about this stuff. How did man? Eisenhower get the Spear of Destiny? I don't. Uh, there, that, that's explained. Uh, I, don't remember. I don't remember. Henry the story. Jones Jr. got it from <laughs> for him. Like I think he like Indiana was from my man. memory. I think he like Eisenhower won a war or won a fight or a battle, and he found like this treasure trove that the Nazis had, and he found the Spear of Destiny in that treasure trove. Tony Stark's dad and Hellboy teamed up. 
with Captain America. I yeah. mean, um, look, then he became president in the 50s. Right, and then he became and then he and he died yeah. because the spear of destiny eventually kills those who possess it. Yeah, and then he chose vi- Nixon as his vice president and Nixon killed him with it. Oh! <laughs> Listen, I guarantee you there's a story out there that's exactly that. The spear um, of destiny is another great Anyway, things you follow stories I know. about. We, we just gotta like keep taking but notes. All right, these Nazis are in the planet. Let's find so, out about. Yes. It. So, other than a uh, paradise at the center, it's the belief that the Nazis and Hitler found their way uh, there and escaped the impending loss of World War Two. This makes sense. Believe it or not, is actually based on some very minor factual evidence. Don't do that. Not evidence that he escaped. Not by the like way, this. <laughs> some of Hitler's top advisors and possibly even Hitler himself believed that the earth was hollow in the center. Why? Even so so much as sending at least one expedition out to discover it. Hitler's Nazis were convinced that they were destined to rule the world, and they came to this warped conclusion through the acceptance of many occult beliefs and practices, including astrology, the prophecies of Nostradamus, and the hollow earth slash inverted earth theory. Okay, I'm going to butcher this word. Whole wealth of hair. Sorry, Germany. Yeah, you can, if you guys want to go ahead and pronounce that better for me, feel free. If you guys want to go on Twitter and angrily scream that word at us like, like, a, like a fascist speech, I would love that. <laughs> uh, well, because they suspected that our surface is on the interior. Okay, so this goes with the inverted earth theory in case you didn't know. Because they suspected that our surface is on the interior of a concave Earth. Like Halo? Yeah, kind of. Okay. All right. Hitler sent an expedition, including Dr. Heinz Fischer. Of the ketchup. uh, Of the ketchup, of course. Dr. Heinz. First name. He named that for his first name. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, of course. And powerful telescopic cameras to the Baltic island of Rugen to spy on the British fleet. Fisher did, did so not by aiming his camera across the waters, but by pointing them up to peer across the atmosphere to the Atlantic Ocean. Because remember, they believed that the Earth was concave, uh, and they could see it through uh, different f- angles and the fuck like. Yeah. What did they think? Oh. Okay, the expedition was, of course, a complete failure, and Fisher's cameras saw nothing but the sky, and the oh. British fleet remained safe. What about space? Whatever. Whatever. No, no, man. It's also important to note uh, that there was belief that... So there, there's evidence that the Nazis were messing around in some sort of different aerospace technology. Um, and they be- there's, there's theories out there that they actually got their saucer technology, quote-unquote, quote, unquote, around saucer technology, from the creatures or aliens that actually lived at the center of the Earth. That that's where the technology that they got for all this stuff they were. I thought it was the South Pole. Listen, dude. Does it depends on the story that you're listening to? Can I tell you something right now that would be amazing? Just yeah. I'm I'm putting this out there. I'm putting this out there to the world. Okay. Yeah. Dear writers who want to make an amazing movie and or game. American scientists discover Nazis in the South Pole in World War II. But because no one can stop them, they take it upon themselves to stop them, only to discover the Nazis are looking for alien artifacts, things they can use to create saucer technology. But spoilers, it's not little green men aliens, it's old god stuff, and they all go crazy, and it's like Cthulhu-esque, and the scientists have to get out of there. That would be incredible. 
incredible. I thought you were going to say it was like Aryan, like Nordic aliens. And then a bunch of uh, then a bunch of tall whites show up and kill them and are like, you're not white enough. And they kill them? <laughs> sure, all right. That's fine. God, I love the racist aliens, man. You're so good. So that's, the, so, keep in, <laughs> so that's the only evidence that we have that Hitler actually did anything involving hollow earth or, or concave earth theory. Was that one expedition? Concave earth is like... Ridiculous. So much dumber than Hollow Earth. Look at it up, least, man. Yeah, we, but it allows you to go like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You can do the, the, the Halo Kid thing. I just found out that's a ripoff of, like, I think something called Ringworld. I had no idea that existed. Oh, really? I did not. I have no idea. I have no idea. Doesn't surprise me. Um, but that is actual. That actually happened. Hitler did actually send out an expedition. They actually failed miserably. That's the evidence that we have that 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 happened. Then there's the myths and the legends that Hitler and many of his Nazi minions escaped Germany in the closing days of World War Two and fled to Antarctica. Where oh at the my God, wouldn't that be an amazing? Just think about it. Wouldn't it be the amazing <laughs> game where Hitler shows up and the scientists in Antarctica are like, "Oh no, we have <laughs> to stop the Fuhrer," and then like ancient tentacle beasts and shit. Why am I not running game companies? Uh, you are. <laughs> I don't know. You need to be. You I are am, actually. You're right. I you mean, did. Actually, yeah, you are. You are. You have. It's, you did release a game. Now you, when you get there to the North Pole, you just have to, or the South Pole, you have to figure out whether you want to kill the Nazis or right. date them. Right. Oh yeah. yes. A weird alien Nazi dating murder simulator. I like it. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so he said they escaped, to, they escaped Germany in the closing days of World War II, and they fled to Antarctica, where at the South Pole, they had discovered an entrance to the Earth's interior. According to the Hollow Earth Research Society in Ontario, Can Ontario Canada, God bless it does exist. God bless them. That Send me a shirt, please. <laughs> please. I would, I would love, I will wear it Can on the lights. Can you buy Can a shirt from them? God, Please. I hope. If you can, I, I need to buy Oh, one. I will. Please send me a shirt. <laughs> so the Hollow Earth Research Society in Ontario, Canada, which exists, they say that the Nazis and Hitler are still there. That the, 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 the wonderful paradise that exists has kept them all alive. That Hitler is still fucking alive in the center of the Earth. After the war, the organization claims, the Allies discovered that more than 2,000 scientists from Germany and Italy had vanished, along with almost a million people. To a land, million people? To the land beyond the South Pole. All right, so just for the record, right. uh, as a history person, yes. the reason why scientists were vanishing was Operation Paperclip. Yes, I was, and, I was literally uh, about to say Operation Paperclip. Is when the Russia and America snatched up as many scientists we were like, yeah, let's could. get those. And, yep. you're and you're probably wondering... A million people, where could they have gone? Literally, there was a war. And yep. Russia was brutal, and Stalin murdered tons of people before not to mention, the war. Not to mention the six million people that died at the hands of the Nazis. Yes, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Absolutely. And, and if you don't know, people, uh, listeners, what um, Operation Paperclip is, uh, long story short, we won the war, and the Nazi scientists were... Conducting horrible, horrendous experiments on but, other people. But, but, and that this is this is the crazy thing. Even though what the Nazi scientists did was horrendous, they were light years ahead of everyone else when it came to technology and research. Yes, and, jet and propulsion. Yeah, yeah. And so, America and Russia, literally, even though we were allies the entire time, we're like, when this shit's over, it is on. <laughs> yeah. And so, they both had an understanding that they were going to get as many. 
It was a race to get to Berlin. It was like headhunting, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the first person there won. And so the idea was we had to get there before Russia so we could get as many scientists and as much research and as much information as possible. Because yep. for as insane and crazy as the scientists were, they discovered things that most of the world did not know. So yep. we needed that. And that's how, we- that's how we have the rocket-powered 60s that we have. That's how we yep. got to space was on Nazi tech, which is crazy, we, but that's true. That's just that's just history. Like, yeah. we gave them new identities, and we basically gave them amnesty, and we're like, all right, you work for us now. Mostly because they didn't have a choice, but right. also we would have, We would have war-trialed their asses, and they were yes. like, look, either help us or you're going to die. They're like, yep. eh, sounds good to me. That's my, <laughs> yep. that's my Nazi scientist voice. Pretty good. So, I would oh, love, very that's, good. That's, I, I'll build a shuttle. Keep doing There's, that voice. That's, yeah, that's not at all. I'll you, should keep that, you should keep that guy in your pocket just in case you ever need to bust him out at a the German cra- state the, the, That's dinner. a great character, the crazy Nazi scientist. <laughs> no, the crazy, air quotes, American scientist. Ooh. Yes, my name is John Smith. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the hamburgers. <laughs> and the milkshakes. And milkshakes. I love the French fries. <laughs> Guys, I, I I think you're slipping into French accent. I hate to digress. Oh. I hate to digress too much, but I just <laughs> want to tell you, I was at an American restaurant in Norway recently, and oh, yeah. uh, they had an American cowboy breakfast that was a egg, bacon, beans, mm, okay. a chili cheese dog, and a, pa- and a pancake. Is that what they think we have a breakfast? We have what? eggs, bacon, chili, cheese Yo. dogs, and pancakes. Yo, that yeah. sounds like a damn good <laughs> meal. I That's Dr. Von Braun's American breakfast right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love to put beans on my pancake. <laughs> oh, my God. Go beans me in them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> American <laughs> chili, cheese, dogs. <laughs> Hell, oh Hydra. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my that's another that's another great topic though for another day is um secret like government things that we like operations like paperclip and uh Hell yeah. Um what's the one that, that we tried to bring Ultra tournament? Yeah, MK Ultra, which is That's my favorite one. It's that movie nuts. is so good. The men who MK Ultra goats. is like actually really fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Is a real thing that happened. The results I'm not sure anyone knows what the re- actual results were, but it's fascinating what actually happened, which is cool. Yeah. 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 Um, back to the Nazis at the center of the earth, however. Uh, so <laughs> This is a great podcast. <laughs> I, I, I fucking love this show, man. Yeah. This, this is, like is just great that that's a real sentence done. you said. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so that they all live there and they, they live in harmony and are still alive because the center of the earth is a paradise and the people who live there live for hundreds of years in perfect health. Now, the question I have is why the aliens and the people who live in the center of the earth accepted Hitler with open arms is maybe beyond he's me. Chill. Maybe he's chill now. Maybe he killed them all. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. With, he with, is an with asshole. His, I mean, they have advanced <laughs> tech, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, possible. He is an asshole. Yeah. So this story gets a little more complicated when we start talking about the Nazi-designed UFOs, which I did talk about a little bit earlier, uh, Nazi collaboration with the people who live in the center of the Earth, and the explanation for <laughs> Aryan-looking <laughs> UFO pilots. Quote, so I wish you could see the notes. Quote-unquote Aryan-looking UFO pilots. Listen, dude, it's not, you can't, it's air quotes, because we don't know, like, it's, it's the idea that, that all falls back to, because of A, of course everything's connected to aliens, and B, the, the Nordics and the tall whites, remember, the, the physical description of the Nordics, at the least, at the very least, are 
taller, whiter humans that are. How quote, would you describe unquote, them, son? They were tall yeah. whites, sir. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> they must have been the aliens. <laughs> I saw them. They were tall whites. Any, anything, 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 anything else, young man? What else did you see? What? How would you describe them in two sort words? Sort of Nordic, sort of, sort of Nordic looking. Very tall, very white. Uh, humans, then? Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> they just seemed a little more hateful than humans. <laughs> well, damn. Then they must be aliens. Not very Christian, sir. Oh, All right. Well, damn. Then they must die. Um, so yeah, but that, but that, oh, that the idea of the Nazi collaboration with these people and the explanation of the Aryan quote unquote looking UFO pilots ties into the idea that the center of the Earth, the Nordics live there, and for whatever reason, well, well, the, we know the reason um, they worked with the Nazis because remember, the Nordics believed that you know white is the color of purity and you know we're a better people because we're white, which is complete racist bullshit. Um, but that's why the Nazis worked with them, and that's where the Nazis got their UFO technology and the, and the like. Uh, but at the end of the day, while the evidence for either hollow earth theory is close to nil, we, we just don't have any evidence, even though some folks claim to have proof in the form of photos, which if you ever look for those photos, I wouldn't call them concrete proof that the earth is hollow. Give me um, some HD fucking conclusive evidence. Right, yeah. The story involving Nazis, war, and the romance of exploratory adventure sounds like the makings of a great Indiana Jones story. In fact... It is. In the novel Indiana Jones and the Hollow Earth by Max McCoy, Indy comes into the possession of a mysterious journal hinting at the existence of an underground civilization that he and the Nazis race to find. I wonder the what Max McCoy's world... real name is. <laughs> ah, me too. I, that's got to be a pen name. The fate uh, of the, the world. Is in, in Indy's hands. The fate of the world, hollow or not. <laughs> is in Indy's hands. You're welcome for that wonderful line in the notes. I love um, that. <laughs> and that is as believable... The story of Indiana Jones is as believable as the story of the Earth being hollow in general. Is the Earth hollow, boys? Well, that's up to you. How hollow? It's not. How hollow? It's not. See, this is why I said Hollow Moon is more, and I'd say credible with quotes, because there's more quote-unquote evidence about the hollow moon. Here, it's literal, like, conjecture that people pulled out of their their ass somehow it got going and had a following and then a goddamn hollow earth research society exists now to this day because send it to zoom guys give me that shirt because a fucking failed salesman in ohio screamed loud enough and long enough that other people started to believe him that's why this theory boy obviously boiling it down to its most simplest form this theory still fucking exists because this guy found You're so uh, mad about this. Because it's so stupid. I don't know. I'm <laughs> starting to believe it. <laughs> what part, Jesse? What part? What part really has you believe it? Uh, where there's I like, think it's the Nazis. I had to, if I had to guess. The Nazis? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no. Nazis. No, I, you know, the, the part where Indiana Jones is there and he's like on an adventure and I bet that'd be cool. <laughs> That's what made you believe that there was a uh, uh, Indiana Jones yeah. book written about it. All right, I believe enough. what I believe is that out there somewhere is a better story than the last Indiana Jones movie we got. I that, mean, that's that's not a, there's no doubt. I gotta that's say I that mean. that movie gave me some stuff that I wish the crystal like, skull in, was an alien skull, mind yeah, you. Yeah, I, I wish I wish that there was more aliens in Indiana Jones. I read a screenplay one time that was him like with the flying saucers. That was a great adventure. <laughs> the greatest Indiana Jones. It also ends with time. like 
it also begins with Shorty like getting murdered on a boat. <laughs> Damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's, that's, I wish that's they insane. did that. <laughs> I wish they did. Well, we're going to get another Indiana Jones movie, so get ready. Maybe. Good we Lord, trotting out the corpse of Harrison Ford for one last <laughs> adventure. <laughs> He's going to be the MacGuffin. It's going to be his bones. <laughs> the Indiana Jones bones. He's going to crash on a golf course in Santa Monica, and Shia LaBeouf's going to have to come get him. <laughs> uh, well, that's Hollow Earth, boys. Um Researching this was really fun because of just the insanity of it. Like there was less. I, it was what was nice is there was way less science and math for me to talk about because there just isn't much scientific conjecture about the Earth being a hollow paradise or where Nazis live or rotating layers separated by luminous atmospheres that give energy and create aurora borealis. So. That's Hollow Earth, and from there, with Hollow Earth and Hollow Moon out of the way... Now we can go to reptilians, now we can go everywhere. Yeah, this, and we've covered the basics of aliens. We truly have laid the foundation for the even more nonsense shit that I can't wait to talk about. And like Jesse said, keep in mind, yeah, there are caves and stuff and all throughout the Earth, and there is hollow points and, you know, tons of stuff that we will maybe explore hundreds of years from now, but there is no... There's just no Nordics living in a paradise... Uh, it's called Norway. It's a gr- it's a wonderful place. I was just there for ten days. They've got great mackerel. <laughs> you you were in the land of the Nordics. I was. I was. I was at a Nordic. I was in a Nordic place. It felt Hitler, very alien. Hitler laying on a beach in his in his his really skin tight bathing suit, sipping. No, that, sex that's on in a, uh, that's in Brazil or whatever, right? That's like the. That's another thing that's we a, can do. That's another theory that that he escaped to Brazil or whatever and lived a life there and Argentina. <laughs> do you t- hey? American scientist John Smith. Do yes. you know where Hitler is? No. I don't. It's, uh, all you have to do is look in the air. <laughs> if you look hard enough, you can see it. No, the telescope. is definitely not on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> How oh, the fuck it, do they explain the moon? Well, Nazis are... Well, it's what, you have to subscribe to one. You either believe... Oh, you mean like... do you? How do they describe if the moon? If the Earth is concave... Right, you can still look into the sky, though. It's not like a... Think of it like a bowl. Like a bowl. So we're saying... Okay, it's like like instead of Halo, it's like Bolo. Yes, yes. But there's still a moon above. Yep. Good lord. I also would love to see the debate between people who believe... Hitler's on the on the moon, and and Hitler is in the center of the earth. I can't believe there's even more stuff that the Nazis were wrong about that I didn't know about. That's amazing. <laughs> they uh, they sent an expedition, man. Good it's lord! Great. Oh my god! And that for you, ladies and gentlemen, is the official episode six of the Chiluminati podcast, Hollow Earth. I'm just glad that's out of my system, and I can never look at this outline ever again. I'm going to read a lot more about Concave Earth, because that sounds dumb. I only barely looked into a Concave Earth, because I was, that's, that, to me, was like a whole other rabbit hole of just insanity that I was like, this not, not for today. Not now. <laughs> Maybe another day. I can't wait to go not. deeper, pun not intended, into this. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wait. It's great, dude. That's why I love... I, I just want to say... Um, to all the viewers, by the way, and everything, thank you, as, as, as I say at the end of every episode, for, for uh, support of this podcast. This has just been so much fun. I fucking love talking about this stuff. Uh, we've crossed over 255 star reviews on what? iTunes. Which is, yeah, it's awesome. 
Um, people have been begging for another episode, and here it is. Uh, next episode, not to uh, spoil not to what it is specifically, but we venture away from the paranormal and into the world of true crime. An unbelievable I, true story. It is an awesome story. Um, I will make sure I cite the books that we, I, I, the book that I read and in whatever sources I need. So if you want to go read the story on your own, because I can't give you the, I won't be able to give you every fucking beat by beat detail of this man's life. But it is phenomenal. It is incredibly interesting, and I'm really excited to dip into that. Uh, so that'll be the next episode for you guys here on the Chaluminati podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Rather, I'm so used to videos doing a podcast is different. Um, thank you for listening to the episode. If you guys want to tweet at us, Chaluminati pod on Twitter, there's a subreddit where people are continually putting up their fucking cool ass stories. Um, I recently read a story about somebody's own doppelganger encounter uh, from the mini, mini episode you and I did, Alex. Um, I don't know if you read it, but I, you probably did. Uh, there's some really cool doppelganger stories up Good there. Good lord, out. man. It's just the creepiest shit, all the stuff it that is. people were saying. One of them really spooked me. I want to give a shout out to it. Let me let me pull it up because I... Yeah, I, look it up. I replied to one and I was like, yikes. Yeah, it's some some cool... The community around this podcast has been awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, again, if you're going to be, while he's looking that up, at Indie PopCon, June 8th at uh, 6.15 p.m. in the Wabash Room, Shaluminati Podcast Live for an hour and a half. We are yours and we will tell you... Hopefully the coolest Indianapolis story that we can come across. Dude, um, we should go ghost hunting. We got some time. I would, I would love to. That'd be yeah. super cool. If there's a place nearby that we can do it, I would, I would love to do it. I've got some good audio equipment. That's the best I can offer. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is uh, Nessius448. I just want to give him a shout out because it, it freaked me out. Can I just read this? It's like two paragraphs. Yeah, sure. go for it. I listened to your podcast on doppelgangers and felt obligated to share my own personal story. One day in 2008, when I was about eight years old, I was sitting in my dad's condo living room. My parents were separated on our old beat-up leather couch. My dad was sitting next to me, and we were watching cartoons while he played a video game on his laptop. It was around 2 p.m. Suddenly, out of the corner of my eye, I see movement in the hallway leading towards the bathroom. Standing there was what looked like my mother. She was wearing a long white dress, had her hair tied up in a bun, and was staring at me with a blank expression on her face. I looked at my dad, who was engrossed in his game, and asked him if he saw her too. He shook his head no, and when I looked back, she was gone. I quickly forgot about it and went about my day. A few hours later, my dad received a call from my grandmother that my mother was in an accident and was at the hospital for a severe head injury. My dad, suddenly remembering what I said, asked what time she got hurt. My grandmother replied around 2 in the afternoon. My dad and I have long theorized as to why I saw her and what it could have meant. I'm still not sure whether it was a crazy coincidence, a child fantasy, or something more, but I felt obligated to share. That's a wild story, man. That is such a weird thing to have happen. It resonated with me because I remember, like, thinking to myself the day that my my grandfather died in like 1994, so I was very young at the time. But he he uh, he like crossed my mind earlier in the day, and I was like, wow. Like I I don't even know if I knew he was sick because he was he was pretty old at the time too. You know, I think he died at hospital, but like again, I was very young. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, I wonder what's wrong with my grandpa. And then, like, my dad came home and told me he died. That's wild. It's crazy. That that type yeah. of story really freaks me out. Yeah. There's a ton of stories like that on the subreddit, too. So Yeah, uh, which is why What's-His-Name is so successful, that psychic guy. But, you know. Oh, yeah, crossing over with John Edward. Yeah, exactly. We should do a yeah, Chiluminati yeah. on his ass. His fraud ass? Yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah, uh, that'd be a, that'd be a fun one to do too. Guys, um, believe whatever you want. Don't believe that man. Agreed, one hundred percent. Yeah. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you th- so much. Appreciate all the support. Um, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Um, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Facian A or for Alex, Jesse Cox for Jesse, and Mathis Games for myself. We love you guys, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.